In this episode, I am physically exhausted. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? My name is Michael Sano, and welcome to the Sea and Land Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Sea and Land Fitness. Boom, right there. Um, head on over to www.sandlfit.com. That's www.sandlfit.com and check out all the stuff that we got and uh with that out of the way welcome to the show um hope things are going well we're coming into the new year this is the last episode of 2023 and uh it's been a weird year so this year is 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 finishing up i graduated from the university of florida um with my master's in applied physiology and kinesiology, I got a couple of certifications. Um, actually, did I get those in 2023 or did I get them in 2022? I don't know. But I failed my CSCS uh, for 2020 uh, in 2023, just recently. I think it was in November. Um, and I'm prepping to take it again here in the beginning of 2024 either at the uh at the end of january middle towards the middle of january to the middle of february um i'm getting ready to attend a coaches conference put out by the nsca i already have an nsca certification um which is for TSAC, Tactical Strength and Conditioning Facilitator. So, which is really, really super similar to the CSCS. Um, and for those of you who want to work with tactical populations like the military, police, firefighters, all that, um, it's definitely something you want to put into your quiver to have as a resource. Um, but again, it is super similar to CSCS. And when I read the, uh, read the, the book, which is right behind me, um, I, uh, I, it, it seemed really similar to the textbook for, um, TSAC, which is on the bookshelf behind me. Um, so I thought it was a dream, but don't worry, I'll get it. And this coaches conference has a what's it got it's got a uh an exam prep at right at the beginning so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna make use of that plus i'll get my ceus which are uh which are continuing educate education credits which are required to do hold on i'm gonna have a sip of coffee real quick mm. peter madera that's for you um so CEUs are something really interesting. This is going to be kind of a ramble for a few moments, and then I'm going to get into what's coming up. So CEUs are continuing education credits, and they are used to sort of validate your credentials for your certification, and you're required to get them within a time span. Um, and that way you don't have to take the exam again uh, all over again. And so it behooves you, you really want to 
attend some events, go to some courses and stuff like that and, and get those credits. Um, I literally just did one, I think it was in December. Um, yeah, I did it in December. That was a really good one. Plus all the stuff, if you attend it remotely, you get access to all the, uh, all the videos of the presentation. So if you miss a presentation, you can, you can check it out. Um, so 2023 was, eh, but 2024 is going to be huge. So why am I tired? Why did I start this podcast by saying in this episode, I'm, I'm exhausted or tired or whatever I said. Um, well, the reason I'm tired is because I have, well, let's, let's dial it back a little bit. So I'm going to rewind a couple of months and I have a ton of things on my agenda, on my to-do list. Um, and this isn't for new years. This isn't a resolution list or anything like that. It might as well be though. Um, because there are a lot of things that I have been putting off and procrastinating. And one of the things with my, so I have this, uh, this book I'm supposed to write. It's about my directional motivation theory. Um, and one of the core principles of it is whatever can be done now should be done now anything that can be done now should be done now. That's it's on a whiteboard right next to me. So I see all this stuff every day, guilting me, uh, about it. But, um, that's one of the things that I need to start writing. I need to start writing this book. I need to start getting this out so I can get this information out to you. The plus side hiccup from, so for those of you who don't know, when you make a podcast and you're on your own, it's just you talking. And if you drink stuff while you're talking, or if you talk too much without taking a breath, you'll give yourself hiccups. So I get them every once in a while. So I'm sorry about that. Um, but procrastination, I've been procrastinating. I have a book that I'm supposed to be writing. Um, another thing that I'm supposed to be doing is I'm supposed to be developing these military endurance fitness programs, my tier three, my tier two, and my tier one program. Um, and I finished the tier three one and said, all right, now I'm going to do the tier two one and never got to it. Never, ever got to it. Meant to get to it. Discuss getting to it. Thought about getting, getting to it, but never wound up getting it, uh, getting it done. So something was wrong with the tier three that I'd written and it's already up on the site. So I'm going to have to bring it down and replace it. Um, it was too difficult and too easy all at the same time. So it had three exercises uh, but the exercises were combined exercises. I, I wanted to go that route where I, where I hit a bunch of, I, I had a bunch of full body exercises, which are good, um, that worked a lot of muscle groups, 
but I only had three different exercises and it just, it, 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 it wasn't well-rounded enough. It didn't have enough meat to it. So I looked at the workout that I'm doing right now, which is a monster. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take parts of the workout that I'm doing right now. I'm doing uh, push-up pyramids. Push-up pyramids <clears throat> are a gift from hell. Uh, they really are. Push-up pyramids are basically you do a push-up, you stand up, you start a timer, 15 seconds. Once that 15 seconds is up, you drop down, you do two push-ups. Stand back up, 15 seconds. Drop and do three push-ups. Stand back up, do 15 seconds. Um, and I have the goal of getting to 10. Now, if you add up all of the consecutive push-ups together, it's 55 push-ups. I can only get to eight, <laughs> which is something like 40 push-ups um, or 36 push-ups. But it's, it's, no, I think it's 40. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to make myself feel better by saying it's 40. I don't know if it is. I think it's in the 30s, like 36 or something like that. Almost 40. Um, so, oh, so I added that in there because I had push-ups broken up into sets, which is good. That's a definitely a good way. And you, you do, uh, you know five sets of 10 and that's 50 push-ups. But I thought I'd, I'd heard about this. So I thought I would, I would put this little bit of torture in there and make it better. Um, I have, uh, a bench assisted dips. So I have to take into account that there might be quite a few people buying this program that haven't done dips or might be overweight to some degree and their body weight and their musculature as it stands now is not going to be something that's going to allow them to just go and crank out some dips. Um, so I added bench assisted dips, um, in the tier one, or I think it's a tier two. Um, we have bench assisted pull-ups because some people can't do pull up. I'm one of those people. I, uh, I can do assisted pull-ups, but I can't do regular pull-ups because I'm a big guy. I weigh 267 pounds. Um, that's a lot. And my back muscles aren't developed enough. I'm, I'm actually working on that right now because, and that's the reason I'm so tired because I added an entire back workout and an entire leg workout. So today, what did I do? I did five sets of five front squats, um, five sets of five back squats, uh, five sets of five military presses overhead with the barbell, um, and five sets of five deadlifts. And I had, uh, shit ton of weight on and it just it just <laughs> used up all my gas um and then i had to go do bench press um lat pull downs uh with a ridiculous amount of weight on it and uh seated rows with again 
a ridiculous amount of weight, but I want to develop those back muscles. So I want to traumatize them a little bit um, so that I get some hypertrophy so that I get some strength. And that's why it's five instead of my normal five sets of 10, which that's where I like to be. But right now I'm doing five sets of five and I'm going to work up to it. Um, and the reason I'm telling you that is so that you understand that even though I have experience lifting, um, what was funny about that. So I do this crazy workout. My workout takes anywhere from an hour and a half to sometimes two hours. Um, my workout and it's timed. I get like no rest. I get like 45 seconds to a minute's rest in between each set. And then a minute 45 to two minutes in between each exercise. So I'm just doing a, a heavy volume. So it takes about an hour and a half, sometimes two hours, um, which I'm okay with. Uh, but all of the exercises that I did today, and I've been doing leg exercises. Um, so I was primed for those squats and the deadlift and all that stuff. Oh my gosh. But the military press and the back stuff and the bench press, I, even though I've been doing pushups like, like bananas, um, I literally felt like I had exercised no, none of those muscles ever before or in a extremely long time because they were all like, what the, what are you doing? This sucks. Stop doing this. And I kept doing it. And, uh, and eventually it'll grow, you know, those muscles will grow. They'll develop, uh, to where I want them to be. And I will be able to hammer out 10. And what's nice is those back exercises will help me with my dips. They'll help me with my, uh, with my, pull-ups and all that stuff. And then I am in, so, so let me tell you a couple things. So what are these extra, what are these, these workouts? So I tried one of the workouts from my tier one program. All right. Now, why do I have the different tier programs? Is it to be cool? Tier one, tier two, tier three, sort of. I mean, it's, it's, each one of these these uh these programs these workouts are specific very specific they have specificity to use a strength and conditioning term uh very specific reasons for being the way that they are <clears throat> excuse me another cup of co sip of coffee my arms are shaking from the workouts though um, my shoulders too. So there's specificity in the tier three, the tier two and the tier one workout. There's a very specific reason for each of them. And they are challenging to the degree that their purpose is built for. As I just slammed the microphone into my face. Um, so the tier three is that was a big Microsoft noise. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that. I heard it in my headphones. Um, so the tier three is designed for individuals who want to join the military. Okay. If you want to join the Coast Guard, you want to join the Navy, you want to join the Air Force, you want to join the Army and be in a support role. 
um or the space force because now that's a thing but i think you go to air force boot camp i don't know um but you want to do any of those four things tier threes for you you'll absolutely rock boot camp you'll go to boot camp being a pt stud so a lot of times individuals train for things and tend to overtrain because they don't do specific training that will make them more successful. Um, boot camp, a lot of push-ups, a lot of um, what do you what do you call it? Um, a lot of repetitive exercises. There's flutter kicks in it. There's sit-ups in it. There's a bunch of stuff in there, and it's in. It starts off relatively easy. Three sets of I think five, maybe ten, and then eventually towards the end of the program you get up to five sets so if you really push it you will be a pt stud the other thing that we put in there is a running component not a backbreaker but we put a running component in there for i think we have three days a week in tier three for exercises and then two days a week for the cardio the running and we also have some weight vest stuff because in boot camp, at least in the army, they do it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they don't do it in the Navy. They might do it in the air force now, but you're going to have a, uh, uh, a plate carrier. You know what I mean? You're going to have some body armor. Um, and you're going to have to get used to that, or you're going to have all of your kit. Like back in the day, we had what were called LBEs and there were these suspenders with a belt and you, Two, ca two canteens and all that stuff but basically what it teaches you what the uh what what the the uh the cardio endurance days have for you is it it, it trains you to move under a load to move with weight on you so that's the the uh the tier three and the tier three is designed for people who just are going into the service they're going to be in a support role or they're going into a branch that is not as physically demanding. Okay. A no knock against those branches, but just that's how it's geared towards. It sets you up to be successful in boot camp and it trains you for boot camp and the physical demands that boot camp will have. Now, tier two, our tier two program takes it up a notch. It has a little bit more uh, programming, a little more load, a little more intensity. Starts off around the same level because we're going to make an assumption that you're beginning. Um, and if you're not, that's fine. It'll be a breeze for you. Um, but what, uh, what Tier 2 is designed for is for those who go into the Army, into the combat arms. Okay. What is the combat arms? Infantry engineers cavalry scouts you know what i mean so these are people who are going to be humping heavy loads over long distances so you want to you want to build up that strength you want to build up some of that core strength so that your your you know your spinal column in your uh your spinal column is fully supported by your musculature that's what core means actually i don't know a lot of people think core is your abs but it's actually it's the muscles that keep your spine erect and in a good healthy position um 
dropping knowledge right there. Um, but tier two is for individuals who are going into the army, into the combat arms, or <clears throat> into the Marine Corps. Because what does the Marine Corps say? Every Marine is a rifleman, and a rifleman is an infantryman. So it's the same concept. And the Marine Corps loves to run. So we have a pretty good running component in this. And the Army will run, too. The infantry will run. Um, but our, our cardio endurance aspect is tailored towards Marine Corps boot camp and towards the infantryman who is going to be moving. And, and when I say infantry, I'm thinking about light infantry. So when I was in the Army, I was light infantry. So for those of you who don't know, I was in the Navy for six years, and I was in the Army for four. I was on submarines, and I was uh, in the infantry after 9-11. So I know these different dynamics, these different physiological and metabolic dynamics uh, to the different types of training. So... I was light infantry and light infantry is no non-vehicle. Okay. So we trained, we would go 15, 20 miles. We would really, you know, fill up our ruck. It got weighed, you know, oh, your ruck's not heavy enough. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and we had to ensure that we had the right amount of equipment, the right weight of equipment. And then we had our weapons and all of our ammo and it, it builds up over time. So tier two is designed towards that. And, uh, if you're thinking about going in and doing that, um, you could start with tier, uh, three, which might not be a bad thing. And then hop on to tier two. You know what I mean? Um, or you can go, it's designed so you can pick up tier two and start running right from there. Um, so that's tier three and tier two. Now, what is tier one? So it's tier one for Delta Force and, and uh, SEAL Team Six. No, not at all. Um, tier one is designed for all, not all, but broadly speaking, special operations schools. Okay. So what are special or special operations units, special operations selection. Okay. And it is very, very, very specific to the power, strength, and endurance required for an individual who is going into one of these selection programs. So our tier one program, anyone can buy it but it is designed for individuals who are already in the military or who have signed a contract and want to go to buds, you know, for Navy SEALs or want to go for selection for, um, for Green Berets or want to go to MARSOC or Marine Raiders for the Marines or want to go to JTAC, uh, or pararescue in the air force, or even, they want to do the Coast Guard has this rescue diver that if you ever get a chance to watch the video on that, look that up. It is their training's intense, um, but it's designed around power, 
strength, muscular endurance that would be required to get you through those courses physically. And it is also geared towards, and this is very important, obstacle courses. I left something out. It's also designed for um, ranger school or the ranger battalions themselves because rangers, they have their own, uh, they have their own, I think it's Darby, is it? Um, they have their own uh, obstacle course. And it is designed for rangers, buds, uh, Green Beret selection, you know, Air Force special operations or uh, Coast Guard um, swimmers. So that's what tier one is designed for. And it is a, there's no other way to put it. It's a real ball breaker. And I did one of the excer <laughs> one of the training days from that workout uh one of the workouts from that training program today and it roasted me and i did it at a low level um but geez man it's awesome i feel great but i am done about what is it two-thirds of the way through i ran out of gas and I just, I was like, no, keep going. Just keep going. And and that's my thing. You know, there's this idea, and I think I, I do. I put it into the program um, in the text. Uh, a lot of time went into writing these things. So make sure you read the, the instructions in the text. Um, but I use the concept of one more push-up. Do you have one more push-up? Because that's something when I was in the Navy. Come on, Sano. You got one more push-up? You don't have one more push-up for me? And uh, I always did. Always did. Um, it's actually a goofy story. Um, I was going to submarines. I'm not cool. I'm just an idiot who can do exercises. Um, that's important for me to say it in the preface. So I, I and I, I, I've told this story to other people and, and they've been like, wow, that sucks. So back in the day, when I was in boot camp, this was before you could get a Navy SEAL contract or anything like that. You had to, so there were a couple of jobs in the Navy. Master at Arms was one of them. You couldn't get a contract. You couldn't be an E1 or an E2 and go do those jobs. Or, you know, to be a Master at Arms or a SEAL, you had to be in for four years and have a Navy good conduct. Because if you do your four years, you get a Navy good conduct ribbon. And you had to have one of those. This is how it was explained to me. Um, so when, but there's a way around it, boot camp. <clears throat> so I was in Great Lakes and they, they sit you all, you're tired. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I can't believe this. I missed my mom. And uh, you're in these classrooms for instruction and they say all right we got a special instruction for instructor coming in be on your best behavior <clears throat> so of course we are and this guy comes in and he's got the budweiser seal team thing on and he's got ribbons everywhere and we were like oh my gosh this is so cool because you know what the seal pin is you just know so he goes all right this is what being a seal is blah 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 
be at the pool tomorrow if you want to try out and be the best of the best. And we were like, holy crap, that's so cool. So afterwards, you know, our company commander, who's that's what they call them in the Navy, drill instructors. Uh, they're called company commanders. He comes in and he says, any you idiots want to go? You're not going to make it anyways. Put your hands up if you want to go. And I raised my hand. I wanted to go. So we go to the pool. It's it's at six o'clock in the morning. So you got to get up at like four something. And you got you don't walk anywhere in uh in uh in in Great Lakes in boot camp. If you're an individual, if you're together, you all march somewhere. But if you're an individual, you gotta you gotta run, you gotta jog everywhere. I I hope it's still the same way. But um, and you never wanted to go somewhere on your own because then you'd have to run. So I ran to the pool. I had been to the pool because we all had to do our uh, our safety swim where they check and they see if we could tread water and you put tie your uniform into a knot and all that, make, turn it into a flotation device, all this stuff. I can't believe I remember this stuff. So I went and it was a lot of in and out of the pool, in uniform, treading water out of the pool, do push-ups, back in the pool, tread water, out of the pool, flutter kicks, in the pool, and you have to just, they torture you for like an hour because chow is coming up, and they have to make sure you get to chow. So I went, and I did it, and they say, okay, you'll find out if, you know, we need you or if you passed uh, back at your company back at the barracks so we we're all like okay cool whatever so we all went back and we you have no idea if you did well or if you succeeded or whatever some kids got yanked immediately like they couldn't you know just get out of here you know they couldn't swim or something um but i was a good swimmer i was a lifeguard and uh i could do pt like i was a skinny little kid so i could do tons of pt um and I got informed that I, I needed to go to my my uh, records review or whatever. And they bring it, everyone sitting in there, um, everyone who passed. Uh, and there were quite a few, probably like 40 kids um, out of I have no idea how many. This was a long time ago. And uh, he takes my uh, records. He's like, Sano, I see your ID. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool opens it up he goes okay thanks for coming here you go what he goes and he opens it back up and across my record in big red letters it said submarines said submarines all volunteer can't take you i was like what i don't understand he said we have trouble getting people to go onto submarines so if they agree to go to submarines, they're going to submarines. Sorry. Come back and see us in four years. I was like, shit of a bitch. Not happy. Not happy at all. But whatever. <laughs> Childhood dream dashed. Um, so couldn't be Charlie Sheen. Come out of a window with an MP5. What you going to do? So, so as a consolation prize, now I make programs for people who want to go and do it. So that's... Um, that is a long story to just tell you that I, I have a passion 
for this. And uh, I think our programs, the tier three, tier two, and tier one can get you where you need to go because they're specifically designed for the evolutions that you will be facing during uh, these training programs, be it boot camp, be it the combat arms, uh, or selection. Um, we, we can't guarantee it, but we can make you a hard charging PT stud. So, um, that's all I've really got for you guys. Um, I'm really super excited to talk about these programs. Um, and I, I'm making this, this episode to generate interest, um, and to let you know that it is, uh, a, a passion project of mine. And I'm really excited about that. And, and it's an opportunity for me, not only to use my military experience, but also my, um, my academic knowledge, uh, to create something that can help make you successful. Um, yeah. So there you go. Head on over to, uh, head on over to www dot s a n d l f i t s and l fit dot com um it's right up there and uh they'll be coming within the next couple of, next month at the very least within the next month um it's a lot of photoshop work <laughs> but it's going to be pretty awesome and then on top of that in april a friend of mine that, because for my undergrad, I went to City College, and uh, a friend of mine, Rachel, uh, she got her master's in cinematography, videography. Um, she went to film school, got a master's in it. And uh, she's going to help me generate the how-to videos for all of these exercises so that you're seeing them. Um, done with the proper form and in the proper way at the proper cadence. Um, and it'll be me and another wonderful woman, uh, named Renee, who's going to be, uh, the examples will be the models, so to speak, <laughs> the instructors. Um, so yeah, so that all that's coming, just keep your eyes out for it. Um, we've also got I got new uh, I got new hats. I don't know if you watched Steve Gerwitz, the last one. I interviewed a uh, uh, a Green Berets. Uh, no, Jeff Gerwitz, Steve Gerwitz, Jeff Gerwitz. Um, I interviewed him last time, um, and we talked about you know strength and conditioning for uh, what what are the uh, what are the metabolic needs of strength and metabolic needs of a green beret after they've gone through selection so that's an interesting one to find out you know how to stay in shape as a green beret you're already gone through selection what do you need to do in order to you know maintain the the fitness standard um so that's that's a really good one uh check that out and in the whole reason for me bringing that up is i was wearing a red hat which is one of our new ones I'm in a navy blue one. That's another one of our new ones. Um, and I'm getting regular multicam. I'm getting more of the arid multicam and more of the black multicam and stuff. Um, all with the patch. So 
head on over and check it out. Uh, all right, that's all I got for you guys. Um, thank you so much. Talk to you soon.